This is the Cliff Yates Show. Personal growth, motivation, inspiration, and philosophies for a great life. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Cliff Yates Show. As always, you already know you're in the right place. Hey, I'm excited to share some things I've been learning. As you may or may not know, I am enrolled in the Primal Health Coach Institute out of Miami, Florida, founded, operated, and created by the amazing Mark Sisson. If you don't know Mark Sisson, please check him out. Check out the Primal Blueprint. That's his book, and it is just amazing. It's a, uh, it's not a diet. It's a lifestyle, everybody, and that's what I say. And people are, are you on a diet? Are you still on that? No, I'm on a lifestyle. It's a way of living, of intuitively choosing what to eat for the best way for our bodies to live a healthy, long life for longevity and health, everybody. If we could just focus, instead of being restrictive, if we can just focus on certain foods, we can make such smart choices. If you can, can you imagine, if you can just focus, this is how you're going to eat from now on in your lifestyle. You're going to get your energy. You're going to get your energy and your food is going to come from, the energy from your food is going to come from Eating plants, animals, meat, fish, fowl, eggs, vegetables, seeds, nuts, and natural oils. Not chemically altered oils, but because you know, if you, if you follow Mark's plan, if you look into the primal way of living, you know that our body is still genetically made to eat this way that we are made to get our energy from fats and ketones and not from carbohydrates, processed carbohydrates. Now, if we get our body back and reset to the mode of being able to burn the most efficient energy possible, which is fats and ketones, then we're going to become mitochondrial flexible, which means we can now efficiently burn carbohydrates, but we're not going to overload our body with carbohydrates. But so today I just want to, I just want to uh, share the 10 primal laws uh, that Mark puts out in his primal blueprint. And so I've been learning these things and, and you're committing them to memory and just kind of plugging them into my life. And so let's, uh, let's go over them, you know, in totality real quick and then break them down a little bit. Right. So, the first law is to eat plants and animals. Number two is to avoid poisonous things. Number three is to move a lot and often. Number four is to lift heavy things every once in a while. Number five, sprint once in a while. Six, get plenty of sleep. Seven, play. Eight, get plenty of sunshine. Nine, don't do stupid things that can get you killed and or hurt. Ten, expand your mind. Learn new things. Keep growing and keep, your, keep learning new things. Keep, keep your mind engaged. Keep expanding your knowledge. Instead of niching down, expand the things that you know how to do. And so, eat plants and animals. The foods that humans are meant to eat. Plants and animals. So we kind of know what that is, man. That's more of a natural. We get our nutrient-dense 
plants and animals are nutrient dense. Now, of course, I've been as you've you've known and heard. I, I was vegan, so and I'm still I still a plant based uh, lifestyle is the most healthy. But we're not meant to solely be on just plants and animals. We are genetically genetically geared to every so often we have meat, fish, and eggs for our nutrients. Our body is meant to process those things. So eat plants and animals. One of our 10 primal blueprint laws to avoid poisonous things, which can be sugars, grains, and chemically altered vegetable oils. Stay away from these poisons. Move frequently. Avoid sedentary lifestyle. And and Mark kind of goes into, you could even be one of those people who, they, you know, you go and do your workout, you get your workout in, you check that box off, right? You do your an hour workout, and then boom, you're back to the couch. And Mark is saying it's better and more healthful if we are moving at a longer period of time in different ways throughout the day. So it's probably even more helpful not even to go to the gym, but if you're doing 20 different activities throughout the day that keeps you moving for a longer period of time, that could be could be more healthy for you. Now, I'm into maintaining lean body mass and maintaining as much muscle mass as I can. And so I'm into more of a still a bodybuilding mode uh, adjusted to my age and maybe a propensity to injury. So I try to stay injury-free while still providing progressive resistance, uh, training but not straining. And so I still go to the gym, but... I'm also playing tennis. I'm also walking. But I'm not into what he would say being into a chronic cardio mode where we're just kind of beating ourselves up to, to get our miles in. And he said, that's not the most healthy way. And I got to agree with him. Lift heavy things. Four, conduct brief, intense strength sessions using weights, resistance tools, and or body weight. Brief, intense sessions. I didn't know that, but for the longest time, that's what I've been doing for the past 10 to 15 years. Because sometimes I wonder, wow, I've been in the gym maybe 25 minutes, 40, 45 minutes. I'm done. My workout is over. I've done the two body parts that I set out to do, you know, and uh, using progressive resistance, moderately heavy weights without straining. And then I'm done. My workout is done. But since I've been, since my workout sessions run from 20 to 45 minutes, I'm able to be consistent because it's not draining me uh, for the rest of the day. And I'm able to consistently do the workout. And if, you, if you'll notice, if you go in the gym, you'll find people, yeah, they've been in the gym two hours, and they, and they hang that as a, something to be proud of. It should be something you're ashamed of that you're spending that many hours in the gym. First of all, if you watch those people, they're talking for an hour and 20 of those. And so lift heavy things. Five, sprint once in a while. Deliver occasional, all-out effort. Every once in a while, we should sprint. And Mike, Mark says, 20 to 30 seconds, an all-out sprint. Maybe two times a week, he, he goes on to explain. Because this is what our ancestors had, had to do to, to uh, capture animals, to, to uh, take down game so that we could eat uh, some healthy fats and meats. And so every once in a while, we had to sprint real fast, you know, for a brief period of time. And... So we, we should incorporate that in our part of our 10 primal laws. So sprint every once in a while, 20, 30 seconds. And, and he goes on to show that how that really activates our immune system and it really provides a healthy 
uh, inundation of the healthy hormones that we need to have expressed. Six, get plenty of sleep. This is where I sometimes fall down. And now I'm, I'm learning a lot in this, uh, in this Health Coach Institute about how to set ourselves up to get, to get great sleep that we're set up, that melatonin. As the night comes in, as we were set up as our ancestors were when it got dark, melatonin starts to get infused in our body and it, it just keeps increasing throughout the night to give us deep, deep sleep. Now, what causes melatonin to stop is bright fluorescent lights that we use at nights or blue light that comes from our either our device or our television sets. So I'm going to try to start, you know, limiting those uh, before I go to bed, maybe an hour before I go to bed, two hours before. Limit, the, you know, having those lights. And another thing that I learned that I have been guilty of since as we get older, some of us men, get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom is not to turn the light on. Maybe we have a dim yellow light. and uh, But if we, as soon as we turn that light on, and, and if you've ever experienced this, and I certainly have, that you turn the light on, you go into the bathroom in the middle of the night, and then all of a sudden you can't get back to sleep, is because when you turn that light on, it actually brings our melatonin level, which induces sleep, it brings it down to almost zero. Whereas if we stay in the dark, our melatonin levels will stay high and continue throughout the night until the advent of the daylight. As it starts to get light, the melatonin drops. Naturally, that's how we're wired genetically. And serotonin is starting to be released into our system because of the introduction of light. And so we don't want to do that in the middle of the night. We want to let that happen naturally in the sunrise of the day. So get plenty of sleep. I'm going to work on that, and I can do a much better job of preparing my body and mind for sleep. I'm even going to look into, they say that some people actually even, they actually sleep or read before they go to bed with a yellow with yellow glasses on because we're genetically wired that the yellow light of a, of a campfire was what we were around before we went to sleep. Makes sense. Play. Not just competitively, play. This is what I need to do. Do some things to play. I play tennis, but I like to play competitively. I'm very competitive. Let's play a game. Let's keep score. I want to win. And tennis really is good for moving at a lower cardio rate for a longer period of time, which really goes into the move frequently and often, but not in a, a VO2 max or a uh, you know, a lack of oxygen. No, with oxygen, we're moving for a longer period of time. But we also need to play for the sake of play, for the sake and the fun of it, for the moving and the fun. So I'm going to start doing, maybe uh, our tennis club has one day a week of uh, pickleball. So maybe I'll do pickleball for my playtime. Uh, so I'll be having that movement for play, not for competition. Play. Adults need to play, too, to stimulate mental and physical flexibility and to make life fun, although I have fun competing. Okay, we get plenty of sunlight. So I, I've recently been doing this because so many of us that are, not only are we, I, I've had many skin cancers. My, my mom has many skin cancers. So we, we get in the mentality of always having getting caked down with uh, with sunblock and uh, getting no sun whatsoever. 
but of course, a lot of these cancers are from sun exposure and some damage that happened 30, 40 years ago. But we need, we, we, best, we, we best utilize and incorporate vitamin D from the natural sunlight. In fact, uh, I, I can't give you the exact statistics, but it's like 20, 30 minutes of sunlight gives you 10,000, the equivalent of 10,000 international units of vitamin D. And at one time through supplements, the most you can really get on a daily basis is about 2,000. So get sunlight, even though, uh, you know, not too much, but don't go zero. Now, some people, even Mark says that he is, uh, he has a resistance to, to vitamin D and doesn't always take it in. Even though it's stored in your body, you get one good day of sunlight and last you probably the next three to four days. Now, number nine, avoid stupid mistakes that can get you killed. Now, in, in ancestral days, that would have been, you know, not paying attention to our surroundings and getting eaten by a lion, tigers, or bears, or a dinosaur. So we had to be uh, innately really aware of our surroundings so that we didn't get killed and become prey to some wild beast. And today we do not have those have those dangers, but we have other dangers that we have to avoid so that we are not injured or killed. Because, you know, in, in our ancestral days, a broken leg might be fatal. Now, today we are lucky to have a great, uh, we have great medical health care so that a broken leg is not life-threatening. However, we have other things now that we need to avoid doing to keep us alive, and that is like, uh, you know, not texting and driving. They say texting and driving now is more dangerous than drinking and driving, and not only for the for us that are driving a car, because we become so maybe, uh, well, bored or contemptuous in our driving. It's so easy because we've done it for so long that we, we, we just think we can send off that brief text or that brief message. And that is a stupid thing we, we do that can lead to an accident, can lead to injury and or death. Those are stupid things. Even Mark says today that he will not ride his bike on the roadway just because of knowing how many people are texting and driving and not paying attention. It's just more, more dangerous than watching out for a drunk driver, watching out for somebody who is on the phone and or texting. And so I know for me and our family, we try to avoid doing that. I try to keep the phone away from me so that I'm not answering and or doing stupid things like that. So now we have modern stupid things we could do that could lead to injury and or death that we need to avoid. And number 10, we're going to use our brain. Challenge your brain. You know, we have big human brains that we need to, we want them to stay sharp and passionate about life. And so we do that by introducing new learnings. We learn to uh, play an instrument. We learned a, a new language. And this just stimulates our brain to expand its dendrites and, and the c different connections. And some people do uh, Sudoku or uh, uh, crossword puzzles. I don't do those things. I read and I write and I learn new things and I try to expand and I use physical exercise in the brain uh, in different ways. Bible study, learning new uh, verses and making those a part of my life. So we have those 10 primal 
blueprint laws that I've been learning at the Primal Health Coach Institute. And I'm going to share more things with you because having a positive impact on other people is one of the joys that I have. And I'm getting that through things that I'm learning and that I can share with you because guess what? When I share them with you, I learn them again. I talk about them again. I see them again. And there's no better way to learn than by sharing and instructing with other people. Hey, thanks everybody. I hope this had some kind of positive impact on your day, your life, your week, your mindset. If it did, please like and share. Maybe somebody you know might need to hear this. And if they do, share it with them, send it to them. And if you're listening and or watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel because more subscribers and people who like the episodes, people that leave a comment, that even further shows the computer for YouTube, hey, this has been valuable to somebody, share it to somebody else. And they start showing it to more people. And then we start having a bigger impact on more people. No greater joy. And if you're listening on a podcast platform, please subscribe to this channel so that you're notified when the next episode comes out. As always, with love, hey, see you or I know you're going to hear me in the next episode.